SEN Test Cricket for Tire Power end of financial year sale. How's that? Adam Collins, Brass Sunday Race and Stumps. Day one of a series that's going to be just outrageous. You can tell on the basis of the cricket we saw today. Eight for 393 declared. 78 overs for England. Joe Root outstanding. 118 not out. They have four overs at Australia tonight. They're none for 14 in reply. 407 runs made, Barat. The same number that was made at Edgbaston on day one back in 2005. We know how that test ended up. Uh, it's felt special. When you score 100 as special as the one that Joe Root did, you would think that is the headline story. That's the storyline. But it was such a crazy day. There were so many storylines. You don't know where to start. Joe Root was exceptional, brilliant innings. Uh, and I felt like while Australia was so focused on controlling the tempo of the English innings, Joe Root was allowed to play at his own tempo. And he had a blast with it. But forget about the numbers and the cricket itself, Adam. What an atmosphere it was. What a day to be alive, to be at Edgbaston on a day like this where England have definitely taken the game to a new sphere. Uh, whether they're reinventing the game or not, I think that's a discussion for another day. It was just thrilling to be here. Yeah, I, I share that view. I mean, I've been at a lot of Ashes tests. We're very lucky in the jobs that we have to, mm. to do these types of things quite a bit. But sometimes the hype machine can get out of control and the product doesn't live up. I mean, the last Ashes series in Australia, mm. case in point, indeed the one before that as well. This was just thrilling, scintillating stuff from the moment that Zach Crawley thrashed Pat Cummins through the cover's first delivery. What is it about Ashes series in the first ball, by uh-huh. the way? Um, but not even, I mean, it continued all day. It wasn't just one guy going at it. It was the push and pull on a turgid surface that was giving nothing to the bowlers, which I don't think is a good thing, um, that Australia hung in there. They had to set unconventional fields. They had to take their chances when they came, including a really important stumping from Alex Carey to get rid of Johnny Bairstow for 78 from 78, just when it looked like Bairstow was going to make a century as well. You're quite right. There are so many storylines coming out of this. Maybe what I'll ask you about is the strategy of Cummins and Co and the way they set their fields, setting three and four back early on. It felt to me like it was a, it was a situation where they're choosing the, the, the least worst option. I mean, setting fielders back isn't ideal, but you can't stay three slips in a gully with England batting the way they are. It was premeditated for sure. So clearly Australia decided, look, we're going to attack in a conventional way in terms of having a slip cordon. But at the same time, we're not going to allow England to do what they thrive on, which is hit a lot of boundaries. Uh, and they had the field out. And for a day as thrilling as this, there were periods where you felt like you were watching a one-dayer from 2002, where uh, I kept saying it felt like we were watching the 28th over on loop, especially when Nathan Lyon was bowling at times when we had four men out and they were milking singles. But that's the strategy Australia has said, you know, we're going to adopt. We're going to... St- kind of as a bowling group Josh Hazelwood said that in the press conference sort of swallow our ego and say yeah look we have to respond to what England are doing and this is how we're going to respond and then we'll see how things work out and for, for large periods at 5 for 170 I thought Australia at that point were well on top yeah. and then Johnny Besto played a special inning as good an innings as Joe Root played I think Johnny Besto's innings and let's face it I call him the godfather of baseball it all started with Johnny Besto that evening didn't it 12 months ago uh, so I think he played the innings which really kind of uh, put England in the ascendancy to an extent and then comes the declaration I mean, it just, it, it, at once it came from nowhere, but at the same time it felt inevitable. Like, they said all along that they don't care how long they bat for in the first innings. They just try and set the game up then. And going at the run rate they were, I think the two Joe Root sixes took them above five and over, which is just standard practice. Their, their average run rate through baseball, including a time when they were saving a test, or trying to anyway, um, at, at Wellington earlier this year, is 4.9. I mean, they've had several days where they've scored at a run a ball or near enough. So this isn't unusual on that basis. But what felt unusual was the fact that they had to try and regroup after losing Harry Brook, a ball that 
hit his thigh pad, his bum, his shoe, and ended up on the off stump in bizarre circumstances. And Ben Stokes, who was the one misfire today, the bad misfire, caught behind for one from eight deliveries. They, it can go either way at that point. You're having a conversation about Australia knocking over England for 230, mm. 240 on a, on, a, on a flat one, worse than a flat one, a slow, low one. Mm. Um, but that is where England find a way to regroup and go again in exactly the same fashion that they started this morning. And this is a, a strong message coming out of the England camp, isn't it? That if they're in strife, they're going to try and get themselves out of trouble the same way they've gotten themselves into trouble. That's exactly what happened as well, right? Like the the way Johnny Bairstow played. He, he took his time and he spoke about being nervous coming back into Test cricket. But this is, must be such a great team environment to come back into. Uh, not just Johnny Bairstow, Mohin Ali. How much fun was he having out there? Just made 18 runs, but the six of uh, uh, the short ball. And he was entertaining Joe Root for that brief period when he was out there. They were batting together. Uh, but just on the declaration as well. Yes, England have decided that we are not going to go to 80 overs. We're going to save up on the second new ball. Uh, but it's not a surprise anymore. Like you said earlier on commentary, Ben Stokes has done it five out of five, 15 tests now. Incredible. So I don't think even speaking to Nathan Lyon, he said we were ex- semi-expecting it. We weren't surprised. Uh, and just the way Warner and Kowaja looked in the middle, the two boundaries that Warner hit of Stuart Broad, he would have taken such uh, a, a joy from that. I mean, so much talk of Broad versus Warner. But... Yes, it's a very positive move to declare. But on a pitch like this, I think of all the things today, all the good things today, the pitch was a letdown, honestly. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you know, there's all this talk of saving Test cricket, you can't save Test cricket on that kind of pitch. As exciting as a day as it was. But have England, in a way, let the door open for Australia to just bat and bat and bat? Sure. We'll see. Yeah, that's right. The, the day was exciting in spite of the surface, not because of it. Mm. Usually in England, you can guarantee a lively first day because of the conditions. But that wasn't the case. On, on any front today and you touched on Broad versus Warner at the end the very fact that Broad bowled the first over how infrequently would he do that with James Anderson in the same attack as him it was a, a lovely final bit of course we had Warner and Kawaja nearly running each other out a couple of times as well it was all icing on the cake it was a beautiful cake 407 runs on the day seeing a couple of those baseballers walk past yeah, us now as they leave for another night a local yeah. baseballer in, in Moen Alley today <laughs> we enjoyed his little cameo towards the end as I'm sure we'll enjoy his bowling tomorrow he'll be bowling a lot to Stephen Smith and Marnas Labashane and as you say, Barat, if they can get in, uh, they can they can get in and really bat for an incredibly long time. And that, all things being equal, is the best chance Australia have to neuter the threat that England present over the next six weeks. Brilliant cricket. Thanks for being with us throughout the course of the day. Our post-game show for tyre power, hitting sixes during the end of financial year sale. Cooper tyres, 15% off. Adam Collins, Barat Sunderason. Good night from Edgbaston. Uh, Nathan Lyon, thanks for speaking to SEN Test Cricket on what has been... Quite the first day of Ashes cricket. Uh, just uh, for you, Nathan, before we get into the numbers and everything else, so what was it like just being out there today? Oh, it's amazing, mate. It's just being back, being back playing Test cricket in England, um, competing for the Ashes. It's a it's a pinnacle for any Australian cricketer, especially uh, playing over here. Um, obviously, uh, big crowds for the the small small stadiums um, compared to back home, but. It's still pretty pretty amazing to, to be a part of, and as I said, a pinnacle for any Test cricketer, but it's uh, pretty exciting. And just the way England seem to play Test cricket these days, uh, the run rate, as expected, was quite high throughout the day. Uh, just just your first time playing against this style of cricket, I guess. What was that like, man? Oh, it's challenging. Um, so it, it's exciting. I think I think we've really got to embrace it. There's no point fighting about it and worrying about the... The, our run rate, normally we look at our run rate when we're at bowlers, but we've, we've spoken in a plan that let's not worry about it, let's just look at the final score and, 
and really make sure we're bowling in partnership. So I'm really proud of the way the boys went about and stuck at it. But you also you've got to give credit to, credit to Joe Root. I thought he batted it out, outstandingly well. And I think what's his, that is 30th 100. Um, so anyone getting 30 hundred, it's a, it's a pretty special players. And Pat Cummins and Andrew McDonald spoke about there will be funky fields, there will be different fields uh, uh, as the Ashes wore on. And we saw even you starting out with a, a few more boundary fielders than usual. Uh, was that part of the plan and, and what was the planning behind that? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's all part of the plan. Like we, we obviously have the chance to really make sure that we're really clear on our plans and the way we want to go about it. And that we, we're going to see different fields to what we're used to. It, it's England's playing their brand of cricket. Um, but it's just really important in my eyes that we don't get sucked into playing that brand of cricket and we play Australian way and in my eyes it's a positive way anyway. So um, it was hard work out there today but enjoyable. Um, so all in all, pretty good day. Just about the pitch, uh, from looking on from the outside it looked pretty docile, not much happening there. I mean you bowled a lot of overs there, what did it play like? You summed it up perfect, right? Um, uh, I'd like to see the stats. I, I think I might be the first spinner in years to ever bowl 29 overs on day one at Edgebaston. Uh, I've been here a number of times and usually it's um, nice and green grass and nipping around, but um, not, not to be, uh, just providing a different challenge. And two stumpings to Alex Carey on day one, that kind of sums up the pitch and what England were doing. Yep, yeah, no, very, very proud of Alex he, uh, and his gloves. He, I feel like his glove works is improving out of sight, um, it, but he, he does the work and that's, um, that's all you can ask and he's trying to get better each and every day and that's why I love bowling to him. Hey, look, this is the fifth time Ben Stokes has uh, declared the first innings in 15 tests, so uh, did that take you by surprise or is this something you come to expect from them? Uh, no, it definitely didn't take us by surprise. Like obviously, uh, we've been doing our homework and we know the brand of cricket that they play and the style of cricket, so obviously it wasn't a surprise. Um, but all in all, that, that's, that's their brand of cricket and that, let's let them worry about like, what they want to do and we'll just hopefully keep sticking to the basics and the brand of cricket that we want to play. And finally, I mean, coming to what you can worry about is that's a pretty flat pitch. Uh, you have a lot of batters who love to bat long periods out there. So is it just about going there and batting for the next two days and putting a big total on the board? I'm pretty sure our batters will come very well prepared and, and with clear plans, but it's about doing the basics really well and respe respecting their bowling attack. Obviously, you look at their bowling attack and they're world-class bowlers. There's, there's no point in hiding be behind that and there's so much respect in our change room for, for, for those guys. So uh, it's going to be hard work, there's no doubt about that. But the, our guys will rest up tonight and come really well planned and, and prepared for tomorrow and who knows how cricket goes, but we'll do the basics for long periods of time. Thank you so much, Nathan. Well bowled. Cheers, mate. The Ashes of 2023. Cummins to Crawley. First ball here. Crawley drives through the offside for four. Wide outside the off stump. He gave it absolutely everything. The Baz bowlers have arrived. Boundary first ball, Damian Fleming. He's in again. Passing up by Raza and Duckett. Edges and caught behind. In the channel outside the off stump. He couldn't help himself. Duckett never likes to leave it. Hazelwood knew, bowling to a plan. Cummins to Crawley, to the crease, and he eases it out to point for a half century. Zach Crawley. Right, we're looking at the replay. Oh, yeah, I think that's flicked. I think that's flicked a bit of glove. Yeah. You can see the glove actually move. You can yes. see the thumb on the bottom hand move. Yeah, he's gone. And that is going to be uh, the wicket of Crawley of what will now be the last ball the before thumb. lunch. It's the thumb. And wow, that has turned a good session for England, I would say, into a good session for Australia. They have picked up England's top three.
England are now three for one, two, four, and on a flat, placid wicket to get Crawley in the last over of the day with a good ball. It's it's leapt a little bit, it's bounced, bounced. It's taken the bottom hand, a little flicky glove. Texting on double eight, double three. If you're listening in New Zealand, bowler new over deflection from Brook doing as Root does. No third man for him. That'll mean he gets his third boundary. Brook steering it in the gap between. Second slip and gully moves to 18 from 18, three for 152. Another little milestone checked off, and the crowd acknowledge it accordingly. Lovely, lovely batting. It's the first time I've seen Brook live, actually, and he looks a very, very compact player. We've seen him. Brook dances and slaps over cover with real authority. Couple of bounces into the advertising boards over to our left. Brooks already 24 from 20. It is ominous. Three for 158, Jeremy Coney. Tap at mid-wicket. Classy shot. Great placement. Timing spot on as well. Trickles towards the rope and reaches it. Uppercut over the cordon. Beautiful shot. One bounce over the rope. Knew exactly what he was doing. Into position early. Bent the knees. Pin the ears back, four runs, Joe Root, up to 49, five for one. Root on 49 and moves to 50 with a single square driven out. The deep point, Joe Root. Has played such cautious cricket to start to lay his foundation. Doesn't always need to do that these days in his England lineup. But along the way, four boundaries. Very much the senior partner in this lineup, the senior. Lion is in, a brook. Crouches and then oh, he's bowled Unbelievable. The ball has deflected off Brook. It's looped in the air. I don't know if he's got any bat on it. It has looped 10 feet in the air and it has landed back on the stumps. What a freakish way to get out. And Harry Brook will be disconsolate. England have lost their fourth in the most remarkable fashion. But take a look at this. What's more on the replay screen? It's come off the thigh pad. Brooks not oh. looked for it, it's bounced in front of him and spun back onto the stumps. I've never seen a dismissal quite like that. Oh. Uh, Brook goes for 32, what a fortuitous wicket, into the back of trouble. As Hazelwood is into route, very full, driven firmly, and up to the boundary for four. Good effort from Cummings, but he doesn't have quite the wingspan of green. Wasn't quite as agile getting to it. The ball may actually just bounced over his hand. Well, take a look at that. She's a cruel mistress. Cricket she brings tears to your eyes and blood to your shoulders. As Hazelwood is in, and driving is Stokes edging to the keeper. And well, given, I believe given, Stokes is Stokes is asking, "Have you given me out?" This no, was a very not. different decision. He has, he has he's given him out, and now is he going to refer? He is. Oh. I think he was genuinely asking if he'd been given out. No, I think Erasmus didn't raise his finger all the way up, but he did give him the give him the finger. Well, Stokes, well, I think Stokes doesn't think he's in it well, because he's shaking his head. Well, the Australians are absolutely adamant. adamant that is out. They yeah. haven't stopped to appeal to the umpire at all. They've just gone into a huddle. Lovely sling, sling delivery. Stopped? It's Zim. I think that's probably it. I think that's probably it. The bat. Well, take well, check on. Yeah. Carey claimed the catch immediately, and they're now going to take a look at Ultra Edge. Uh, this is a key moment in the game. Australia on the brink of picking up their second wicket since lunch.
one a fortunate one that one rather given away by Stokes chasing a wide one outside the off stump four excellent deliveries from Hazelwood in the slot that one just moved away Stokes chased it thought it was there to hit he'd let the other three go mm. he's looked a little edgy in this mm. innings ever since he's walked out to bat Ben Stokes that was right, here we go ago. finally ultra edge well, yeah. yes, big edge, big edge. Stokes is going to have to walk off. We never got to find out about that knee. He departs, and England have lost their fifth on a bladeless pitch. And Australia are all over them. England five for one seven six. Plays with the spin to mid wicket. Warner feels no run. And I like it. Why not change up the angle a little bit? Johnny might feel like he wants to take him back over his head. There's a long on in position line from the Birmingham City end to Bairstow on an even 50 sweeping getting loads of that out to deep square leg it thumps into the boards he's given that everything premeditated shot but line was full and Bairstow said thanks for that five for 269 he's 54 with his seventh boundary I think the Duke ball just said ouch new over for line conventional short leg in for Bairstow now haven't seen him today around the corner he goes towards fine leg instead Coming back for two, Bairstow herring down to the danger end, taking on Hazelwood. Hazelwood hits his hand in frustration, and it brings up Bairstow's half-century as well. Johnny Bairstow struck six boundaries. He's done everything right. This partnership now worth 89. Coming together with his Yorkshire teammate, Joe Root, these two know each other's game so well. Bairstow struck twin tons here last year. Bowling to Bairstow, he's moving through the gears, up and over the top of cover, that'll be four more. Using his feet, doesn't quite get to the pitch. It doesn't matter when you're in this kind of nick. Johnny Bairstow moves to 58. Five for 273, partnership up to 97. Just dropped. There's a really tough chance to tear his right. He's been keeping magnificently lately and he'll be a little annoyed there. He's got it in, I would say, the, maybe the webbing. We'll take a look on the replay screen with tyre power, your tyre experts, and that may confirm my initial suspicions. There was a goodly thick edge. It was wide. He went after it, Bairstow, and oh, oh now he got there. He got there. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a definite chance. I mean, he's, he's a tall wicketkeeper. He's got long arms. And he actually went too far. Yeah. He did get... And that's a tighter line, you know, you can't go any further than a fifth stump line to Bairstow because he's giving himself room to the leg side. Boland up, delivers reverse ramp from Root over the top of the cordon. He loves that shot. It goes 4-6. Joe Root has made that one of his primary weapons over the last 12 months. It's been a signature, signature stroke of baseball, really. Down the wicket. He comes. He's gone. Stumped. Lyons got his man. He's beaten him on the outside edge. And Bairstow, looking to be aggressive, looking to keep going, has charged Lyon. Lyon's seen him coming, thrown it fast outside the off stump, and Carey has taken it and whipped those bails off. Lyon bowling around the wicket to Moeen, a slip, a long off, and a deep point, so five out on the rope. Lyon bowls, Moeen, he stumped. That is just swing and miss stuff. Lyon knew it was coming. He's always had the wood over Moeen Alley. He was trying to pop that. Straight back over his head into the city of Birmingham. Instead, 
He stumped for 18, and Lyon has a fourth on this first day. Seven for 323. Root on 99. Lyon into him. And he clips it away, and there it is. A 30th Test 100 for Joe Root. A little skip, a little punch. His first against Australia since Trent Bridge in 2015. He waves his bat at his teammates. He'll be embraced by Ollie Robinson. It's been one of the more serene hundreds, notwithstanding a couple of reverse ramps for six. He has been in complete control, and it is yet again a hundred in the first test match of an English Ashes summer for Joe Root. Important point, Green bowls to Broad, who gets bowls. Middle stump bent back. So instead of going the short approach, Green attacked the stumps on three occasions and third time lucky. Gets himself in the book. England lose their eighth wicket with the score on 350. Broad knocked over for 16 from 21. Useful runs. Yes, absolutely. Handy little partnership. Break is up above five again. England after 78, a rate for 393. And Stokes is calling them in, you know. Stokes is going to declare. Goodness me. This is a different world. <laughs> this is a different world that we are living in. On day one of the Ashes series, after 78 overs, Ben Stokes says, that's enough, lads. We want 20 minutes in Australia tonight.